0: This is Kamala, and today's podcast is going to be a little bit sensitive. It's really interesting because technically I'm on vacation. I'm in beautiful Muskoka, which is rated as one of the top 10 locations of all of North America by National Geographic. So I just want to say, if you could see the view outside of the balcony where I'm I'm actually sitting, uh, it would blow you away. It's just so peaceful, so tranquil. And by the way, so what does the psychic medium end up doing? She ends up being, bringing a book up with her called How to Solve a Cold Case. Now, I bought this book, okay? I bought this book, like, I'd say like a week ago. And it's interesting. I bought this something just, I was at the bookstore. My I was like, I have to have this. So I, I grabbed the book because if anybody has been hanging out with me on TikTok, you guys know that I haven't been uh doing a lot of um homicide readings okay so so 2 weeks ago i buy this book i haven't even really i've only read like 25 pages okay and then the last two nights that i have been on tiktok have been like legit intense homicide readings so if you're sensitive to c- true crime if you're sensitive to uh murder Uh, If you don't want to listen to this episode, I love you. Don't worry. I am uh, considering actually uh, starting a second podcast because you guys know I'm like, I just need more stuff to do. But I really, for whatever reason it is, I am so passionate about using my mediumship skills to help people who have been impacted by homicide and, and missing person cases, as well as questionable deaths. So if you're listening to this podcast and you want to know about how to get help with a situation, or if you just have questions about, or if you're just curious about like a very public, case, you can go to my website, camillahurley.com and fill out my true crime form. So I have a true crime form. I will let you know that I definitely have a, um, I have a wait list for my true crime. I have over 300 people who have filled out the form with, uh, asking for help. And like I said, I, I, I this is something, this is me giving my gifts back. And while I'm alive here, this, this might be published to YouTube. I will just say, hello. Uh, I am looking right over here to the side because I have TikTok live here with over a hundred friends and, um, Uh, And I have tons of people who are already questioning uh, about like, how do you understand if you're a psychic medium or you're meditating and you get a location and description of a missing person? How do you know what is real? This is where I guess we can go ahead and start with understanding that when I do work as a murder medium, I literally make sure that the person that I'm doing the reading for understands that we live on earth. And that we must have tangible evidence in order for our judicial laws to play out. Okay? So please understand that everything I'm about to express is my opinion. And that having specific facts are absolutely critical to justice playing out. This There's no, you know, I do believe in divine justice. So I just want to be really clear about that. We could even say this is for entertainment purposes only, just so you understand specifically that this is an opinion that I'm expressing and that I am just interested in seeing how I can help with my mediumship skills. So I guess I sh- the first thing I should start with is understanding where we're at right now with murder and homicide in North America. And right now we have a quarter million, okay, quarter million cold cases that have not been solved i mean it's hard to comprehend i mean i have a hard hard time like if you had a quarter million sitting in your bank account like it's kind of hard to imagine all of those dollar bills stacked in a digital you know it's like a digital number it's it's hard to like really understand exactly what a quarter million 250,000 cold cases 250,000 souls that crossed over um against their will. And it's a tragic statistic and this statistic is coming from um Michael Arton Field. He is a cop that has turned a criminologist and it is a book that is called How to Solve a Cold Case and this book literally just jumped off the shelf uh, 2 weeks ago. I was explaining this to TikTok. This like I literally just walked into the literally. I love saying that word by the way. I <laughs> just calling myself out. I walked into the bookstore because I was cutting over to Starbucks and I'm like, I just happened to go to, of course, the new age section and the new age section. This is so strange. I didn't realize this till right now. The new age section is directly next to the true crime section. So here I am just wanting to see if there's any like new titles on like, uh, you know, connecting to your archangels or something like that, or any new tarot decks that are hitting the market right now. And as I'm passing the true crime section, I see this book and I'm like, weird, I need to have it. I need this book. So I grab it and, and the book is, is technically called how to solve a cold case and everything else you wanted to know about catching a killer. And I'm like, yeah, that's, go- that's going home with me. So I brought this book home with me. I've only read 25 pages. I'm on vacation in Muskoka, and here I am recording this podcast. It's already just inspired me so much. Also, because the last two nights, I've had really intense uh, homicide readings. And it's interesting because I used to do True Crime Fridays on TikTok, and I stopped doing that uh, because I started getting nervous, to be honest with you. And um, I want to make sure that people really understand that when I do mediumship for crime, that I am providing additional details, which could help private investigators, uh, homicide detectives, and people that are involved with the
1: tangible side of the judicial system. So please understand I am
0: bringing killers uh, to justice. I just am trying to bring a little bit of help. So, so there we are. So, so there's so many amazing facts in the, in this book that he shares. And one of the things that he starts off by talking about are serial killers. Now, do you know the difference between a serial killer and a mass murderer? i I was sort of like, I needed to re revise and just understand what is the difference. He, thank goodness in this book, he talks about it. A serial killer is someone who claims two or more victims in a different place at a different time. So that's technically a serial killer, multiple victims, multiple locations. A mass murder is someone who kills four or more people at once in a single incident. So we can think of what happened in Texas, the elementary school shooting. I will tell you, I have done a mass murder. I have done a mass murder uh, reading for a woman in Florida, and uh, when I was doing the hom- the mediumship, I wasn't certain what I was getting into. The, like, and it's interesting too because this
1: week when I had these other homicide readings for. Reading, and I had no idea what I was getting into. It just sort of it just opened up.
0: And I I want to just stick. I'm going to be. I'm just going to say, in all of these cases, I'm getting ready to tell you. I, I was uncertain. I didn't know where I was headed. This is this is such as the way of a medium. As far as the Florida mass murder, uh, so what happens is I start to feel the primary victim, whoever is the the soul in the afterlife, actually starts to connect into my physical body. If you guys have watched me do mediumship on TikTok, then you'll know I oftentimes use the clairsentient skill, I guess you would say, and I feel it within my body. And I just want to say right now, while I'm actually doing this podcast, I feel the energetic uh, support of victims of homicides in the afterlife, literally helping to guide me and these words that I'm just channeling from them to you. And one of the that's why I had to start off this podcast by talking about how they are saying we are not here to put the law into our own hands. We are here to help the law. That's if I could not be any more clear. If you want to understand why, there's a movie that I recommend. Phenomenal. Kevin Bacon, uh, Dennis Lahaney wrote the screenplay, the book, and it's called Mystic River. It's pretty intense. Okay. So, uh, and it's about a a child abduction, which I I I have to tell you the um, the the crime that I experienced uh, this last week was involving a fourteen year old girl, and um and it really I mean I there was a point in which I had to like collect myself because I didn't want to cry. Okay. And in fact makes me emotional now. So let me get back to talking about mass murders. I saw a man come in and I saw a violent fight. Um, and I, I felt it within the house, the kitchen. And then I saw another woman join in on this fight. This is a mass murder that I did in, um, this is a mass murder that I did in Florida. And, um, So oftentimes I feel the sensation within my body. And then as I start to feel it in my body, and I feel areas physically on my body that feel impacted, sometimes it's like a really sharp, like a, it's like a really sharp piercing experience within my body. Okay. And, and it is a, it it, is almost as sometimes it feels as though it pierces and goes through me. So this is, Oftentimes I would say that this was a shooting uh like a, a gun was involved sometimes it can feel like a if you can imagine a sh- like a shotgun blast it can feel like that and then uh the sensation of like a knife is very different but sometimes very similar to the feeling of a gunshot and um and I just have to say that it is uh it, it is sometimes hard to be able to differentiate. All I know is that there that medical sickness, when somebody passes because of
1: medical sickness, it feels very different than if there's trauma involved. Just having a sip of coffee and muting somebody on the TikTok live. Okay. Okay. So with that, I, I will say
0: that the feelings are very different. And I'm able to identify what is trauma and what is a more organic origin, if that starts to make sense. And so this is how I start to understand that this is a
1: homicide. But then, you know, and then what I do is it puts me into the mindset, right? I just want to say it is putting me into the mindset of being able to see the experiences of. The person that passes, okay? And that's how I'm able to read more details. When I'm able to read those details, then I'm able to, to understand the
0: victim. I'm able to understand what of, of the murderer. Uh, and these are pieces that are very important to investigations. Understanding motive, what motivated somebody to cause, cause that crime is very critical. And for instance, this is going back to the mass murder that I uh, did mediumship on, I, I, was, I felt the energy of having been stalked, like somebody was stalking me. And I was able to share with her before I understood exactly what type of mediumship I was in on. She said, yes, she confirmed that this makes sense. And, um, and so I was able to say that, like, he, he was dealing like that the family had been watched and stalked. It was methodical. This, this murder was planned and, and it, it was, it was, it was a planned experience. And what she went on to reveal about this mass murder is that this man had seen this family at the mall and he was an individual who was a veteran and he was suffering from CPTSD, complex PTSD. And he believed that the family was involved with uh, human trafficking and that it was his duty to to watch the house and then one evening, he actually planned the entire attack and ended up murdering four people of this family in a house in Florida. And as a psychic medium, this was, as you could imagine, one of the heavier readings. When I do mediumship as well for victims who have suffered such intense trauma, my goal is to help them and it's, sorry, I'm like I'm literally on vacation. So if you hear lawnmowers and bl- blowers and I don't know kids whatever. <laughs> I'm on vacation in the middle of this mass murder. This is how I am, you know? This is living a passion. This isn't really this is not really a job for me. This is like me living my soul calling, okay? So I was able to help the victim who who saw it was her husband, it was her grandmother, it was her 12 year old child and another child that were all um, murdered in one night. And I will say, you know, having that 3d practical human experience, it doesn't make any fucking sense how somebody could have believed that this family of five. All right. Was involved with human trafficking. This, this, This was somebody who was suffering from PTSD and already I have comments here on TikTok as well as what I see and the author of this book, okay, Michael Artenfeld,
1: this is a public health crisis. This is like, this is a public health crisis. it there is that's mental health like even when i i saw the
0: uh you know when i witnessed what had happened in texas with that um i think he was 19 year old that walked in and did the elementary school shooting uh it's easy to frame him as the monster as pure evil it is moral evil as the how to solve a cold case talks about that humans are the only species on earth that can make a moral decision to kill somebody. And sometimes it's self-defense that's a little bit different, that's survival, but when we're talking about homicide, when we're talking about um when we're talking about serial killers, mass murderers, this is a dis- they made a moral choice and and that lets us know, as he says in this book, that this is a component of humanity. there is a, a there is an interesting there are interesting characteristics of people who become murderers, such as the most the number one job of serial killers to tend to be aircraft machinists. After that, uh, if I can remember correctly from the book let me see here if I can find it really quick. Cause I was trying to find stuff here. I don't think I can.
1: Um, but it is, um, they, they tend to be like chefs. Oh, what? Oh, the
0: hotel. They work at hotels, um, hotels, like a Porter. He said a hotel Porter. Oh, a gas attendant. I mean, this is like, we're just like, it's almost as though we're thinking about like an Alfred Hitchcock style movie. You know, you think about pulling into like Bates Motel in Psycho. And um, I just want to say that this book has just had a lot of really amazing information. It's very up to date as well, because that mass murder happened during the pandemic. And I will let you know that the pandemic has created a huge shift in all of our lives. And it has really impacted mental health. So understanding that when we talk about these murderers, that there is a component of mental health because it's not normal to, um, to stalk a family and then kill four members. And I, I'm not going to go into graphic details because I don't find that that's really necessary. Um, This is already a sensitive subject but like as a medium seeing him in the middle of the night going in using his military tactics on this family was
1: gruesome for me to experience um now we've kind of talked about mass murderers a bit and
0: um and we can see that that even with the with any type of public school shooting any type of mass murder I believe that there are obviously mental health issues in this book. Michael Artenfeld talks about how there are certain um, it's sort of like a a, he says that and this is just a paraphrase. This is not an exact like you got to read the book in order to understand this even better. But like it is almost as though there is a situation that triggers somebody to become a, a serial killer a mass murderer, and, or just, uh, you know, somebody to commit murder. And, um, and he says that it is like a, almost like a gene that lies dormant in all of us. In fact, he, one of his great, 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 great grandfathers is a man that was a police officer and a serial killer in Ireland named Sam Gray. So it's quite interesting. He says that, that he believes that there is a genetic gene that has been pa- passed to him and as you can imagine, has given him the ability to bring justice into his ancestral line by focusing on justice and particularly for him focusing on serial killers and mass murder, basically
1: catching killers. So um, I find that quite interesting. I will tell you, Here's a little FYI behind the scenes. I'm going to share something personal. I'm going to sh- share
0: something personal with you. Okay? I know I've been told a story in my family that there is uh a man who was very wealthy in my family that supposedly uh did commit murder as well when he found out that his and this is going back to the south here but there was a, a woman who was working on his plantation, um, that he, I, I believe fell in love with. And, um, and so they were, they were working in the South on this like plantation. And, uh, supposedly he found out that she was having an affair with somebody else. And then he ended up killing both of them. So, you know, when you hear that sort of <laughs> information about your family, you're like, what? This is like, obviously, I know for me, probably hearing stories like that in high school just made me really curious about cold cases. I don't know. I don't know if if like I have like a, a different degree of like what Michael's doing for his ancestral line, but I've always been interested in understanding like I've always read murder mysteries since I was a young child and always wanted to solve those, those sort of like puzzles, I suppose. Yeah. And thank you for sharing the book title. Um, yeah. And I have people right now who are saying live on TikTok. Okay. My sister was murdered 36 years ago. They are looking for her remains now. And that's where I want you to understand that no one ever gets away with a murder.
1: Even if they do take the secret to the grave, there is divine justice. So, the next piece that I just want to jump into is talking about serial killers. I will let
0: you know I am doing ongoing medium investigation, mediumship investigations with the, I would call it the Vancouver Triangle. There is, I, somebody brought a, uh, two people actually have brought, um, a missing person case to me. I'm going to be very delicate talking about this because I am not working with the family. It is friends of Ryan Shutuka who went missing in Sun Valley, BC. He was, um, like six feet tall, beautiful, young individual. He went to a party on a blizzard, there was like a day of a blizzard. He went to a party and, uh,
1: he said he was going to leave early and then he was missing and, and definitely never seen from again. Now, hold on. So sorry.
0: And, and see just more people are coming in sharing that they have other friends who were murdered in January. So sorry for me to go slow. And I have somebody else here who says I have two degrees in behavioral disorders. I'm interested in profiling. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if they call it profiling anymore, but there are certain common characteristics. I'm not sure what the lingo is these days. Maybe once I get through this book, I'll understand it. Um, so yeah, I I'm trying not to respond to comments <laughs> here,
1: but you know, like I'm, like I'm going to keep it real. You guys are here. We're listening to the podcast. Just sharing. I've this is lessons from TikTok after scene. So I started to do mediumship on this,
0: and it it was. I actually ended up having like I, I just was unable to do anything else for the rest of the day when I started doing mediumship on his case. The family had worked with a medium at the start when he went missing, um, which I should, let me just pull up a tab here so I can be more specific about um, his cert. Shatuka, yeah. Oh, they have, I didn't even know that. They even have a $15,000 reward uh, for, okay. So he was last seen leaving a residence around 2 a.m. February 17th 2018 to walk a very short distance home he he ryan is 20 years old he's six foot tall with a lean build he has blonde hair brown eyes and weighs 180 he's like extremely good looking he was last seen wearing dark jeans a gray and white shirt blue coat and a burgundy ball cap cam loops rcmp has a phone number for any information sorry hold on Oh sorry And on YouTube, there is a really phenomenal video you can watch, which is called Peaks and Valley, the search for Ryan Shatuka, S-H-T-U-K-A. And I mean, it, it, it just really talks about how a missing person impacts the lives of people who continue on, his family, friends, the community. I mean, this is literally a resort town to have somebody go missing. I mean, it's uh, in the, this is very high profile. His case is known probably around the world, if not in North America. And I am going to just share like publicly. I do believe that he was, uh, I believe that very similar to this mass murder. I see when I do mediumship in his case, and this is my opinion, I do believe that there was somebody who had stalked him and I believe that this isn't an individual connected to other very good-looking missing men in that area all right and I'm going to call it the I think I'm, I'll call it the BC triangle I think it's Vancouver uh, just I my geography is not like I'd have to look at the map but um there are similarities and I'm not sure where the investigation team is. They're the professionals. I will just let you know when I do mediumship, like even just talking about it right now, I feel nauseated. Something is not right. There is no reason that 180 pound, six foot, six foot tall, 20 year old would go missing in the snow. They actually, every February since 2018, they assemble a search party looking for remains or any evidence. They never found evidence of not even a hat, not anything. There has been zero evidence of him wandering off into the woods. The only thing is that there were, somebody reported that they heard uh, like people arguing and saw a black truck. There's different beliefs of what happened. Like maybe his truck broke down. I I don't know. Like, I just want to say, I believe that there was someone involved with his disappearance. This this is true for many missing person cases. People
1: don't just go missing. I mean, think about it. I there's another like uh,
0: another missing person case that happened in Missouri that I've done mediumship on, and he was having a fight with his girlfriend, he just gotten done. He just got an all, he was like 30 years old and actually had like his teeth replaced his teeth. Like he, he literally had like thousands of dollars worth of dental work done. He gets into a fight with his girlfriend who has a terrible ex-boyfriend. All right. Now I was able to see that in mediumship. I didn't know that when I, before I did mediumship, but he left his like some of his like dental, like his brand new dental teeth, right. Were left at home. He left his wallet, his cell phone and his shoes. And you're telling me he just went missing. And the girlfriend was upset in the bathroom and locked herself in and doesn't know what happened to him.
1: And he's been missing for years. I mean, you don't have to be a medium to say something's not right here. But as a medium, when I go
0: into doing mediumship, what I do is I look for tangible details. So this is going to be a little bit heavy. The next story I'm going to share with you, it's going to be a little bit heavy. So if you are really sensitive to mother and child homicides, please stop listening. And if you're out here with me on TikTok, just go ahead and um, catch me on my next live. I did mediumship for a woman. I felt really called to her case. And this was a mother uh, who I believe, if I remember correctly, is 27, and she had a toddler who was like a year and a half,
1: and um, uh, both found dead, and they tried to say it was a a murder-suicide
0: and then a member connected to the family came to me and said, would you do mediumship on this? I don't think it's a murder-suicide. she just, uh, you know, she had finally left an abusive, toxic relationship. And I just, I don't believe that this is the case. I don't remember if she told me about the ex-boyfriend. When we started doing mediumship, I jumped onto
1: a Zoom call with her. And, um... oh no, I think my kids are coming. So I'm going to have to be, I can't talk about this in front of my
0: own kids, but I will just say that I went in, I did mediumship on this cold case. And I see that the, um, the autopsy had left out details such as scratch marks on her arms and they had missed details within the kitchen, which indicated a fight. And that she was murdered and so was her daughter in the crib. And I was able to say where, they, where their bodies were found, uh, how, they were, how they passed to um, the afterlife. And I was able to bring out these specific details. We did the Zoom call together. She wrote down all of these specific details. She took everything into a document, took it to the detective that was uh, assigned to the cold case. And he took the information that I was able to bring through a mediumship. And turn that back into an active homicide because they had indeed missed particular information that was relevant
1: to the investigation. And human people, like I'm not an operating system, I make mistakes.
0: So do police officers. Please have grace for everybody. But because that family understood that this wasn't, and they're also like the motivation, I see that the motivation that i i was able to suggest who I felt the suspect should be fo- like who the focus should be on for this
1: investigation, which was the ex- boyfriend um who is very malicious. I feel her energy coming in right now
0: uh and thank you so much for telling me that you were here the other night. You're amazing what you how you channel people and animals too I do I did a <laughs> I helped a sick chicken this this last week too. Uh, sorry, that's another podcast. <laughs> so, um <laughs> that was my first chicken uh, actually it was uh, I did reiki and uh, energy work on
1: a chicken. So, I love it. I like to help everybody, including chickens. <laughs> All right. So, um a little, little really heavy subject. So, I have a lot more to
0: say about this subject. I believe that I might start doing um a either I'm gonna create a separate podcast like for homicides. I think this is probably a, a better option because I really want people to make a choice about whether they choose to listen to true, true crime or not. Um and uh and then maybe I'll just keep lessons from TikTok focused on um more of the like pieces of, you know,
1: what we deal with. I do. I hear my kids. I think they're trying to get in. <laughs> I didn't. Hey, what's up guys. So I didn't even
0: really have a chance. How was science camp? Oh, oh, wasn't it? look, I'm doing a live podcast. I know the kid right on cue. The kids are, I don't care. 3d ice cream oh 3d ice cream oh my gosh it's so great we this is science cap they made 3d ice cream i will say i'm happy that i was able to get this much done i wasn't able to talk about the cases that i did this week i will um what are you guys doing now oh a pool party we're going to a pool party. So. <laughs> So I know, so I will figure out the details of this, but I, I can have to, I have to say from homicide to pool parties, here we are. This is how it is for me. Yay. People are saying hello to the kids. I just broke the ice cream. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Kenna. I think we need tape or something. Just don't come this way because the cameras are on this way. They're changing into swimsuits. Please don't do that. But um, just the outside ring. Sorry, guys. Oh, wait, hold on. Don't even come this way. I don't think I'm going to be able to use do the YouTube because we can see you changing in the mirror behind me. (laughs) No, this one is just for me. Nope. Nope. Don't come this way. This one right here. That one. Okay. You're good. Yeah. So basically you're going to only be able to (laughs) listen to the podcast. I usually upload the recording to YouTube. We're not doing that. Sorry. That's okay. Look at I'm glad I catch stuff like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh yeah, peace out. So sorry to cut this short. I'm so sorry that this is really just the start of a conversation. We are in Muskoka right now, and I'm getting ready to go to a pool party with a bunch of kids. I'm gonna be the first one to to you know dive bomb in. (laughs) And um yeah,
1: so if you are interested in being able to get a hold of me, if you're yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. We'll wear life vests, no problem. Okay,
0: I'm gonna just wrap up this podcast because I, you no, know, they have them here. They have them here. Okay, yeah, they do. So, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So I am here. Mm, I am here just to say, this is the start of a larger conversation. I will be more organized. It's just something to start with. You know, so it's just just a starting point. And I just feel called to bring as much justice as I can into the world because these people, the next generation need us to do that. And, um, yeah, and I'm here to also say that, um, you know, I'd like to say hello to whoever Noodle is. <laughs> Noel, Noel the Noodle. <laughs> who's also one of the moderators here on TikTok? Hello, hello, Noodle. I'm calling you Noodle now, Noel. <laughs> Yay! Thank you so much. So uh, it's just a, a kind of a kind of a quick podcast. Uh, I will syndicate this out to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This is for everybody who's hanging out with me. And um, I just, I, I just have this burning desire to use the gift to help investigations. Yeah, you can. What? Oh, wait. Oh, no, 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 no. We're yeah, out. We're out of here. Yeah, here, bring just no. Oh no, no. I'm gonna do a different. We'll do a different podcast. We're gonna do a different one. All right. Okay. I love you guys. I will talk to you soon. And sorry, I, this is the amount of time. This was the most. <laughs> this is <laughs> he's showing a starburst to TikTok live. I just want to say, if you guys are interested in contacting me because you've been impacted by a homicide, missing person case, questionable death, please go to my website, camelahurley.com. And when you click, because right now I rebuilt the website, but unfortunately I did not put the true crime link on the main page. So what you have to do is just click, like you're going to do a, a live TikTok reading and you'll notice the navigation bar change and there it will say true crime. And like I say, I have like 300 uh, people on a wait list and um, I sorted out, the, the list is sorted by homicides, missing persons and questionable deaths. Uh, I, I will have more to say about this on the next podcast. So I just wishing you guys have a beautiful day. Um, thank you for taking time to listen. And I would also like to thank Michael Artenfeld for inspiring me to get back in to doing more of these, um, I guess, murder mediumship. By the way, I do have a second TikTok account called at true crime Camilla. If you want me to go live on TikTok doing homicides of questionable deaths and missing person cases, please follow me. It's on TikTok. It is, I actually have three accounts. I have I have this one, Kamala Hurley. (laughs) I have at True Crime Kamala. And then I have my product-based business where I sell crystal bracelets and pillowcases that are good for your hair and your skin. That's at Madison and White. Thank you, Noodle Noel, for sharing on TikTok Live that, um, that- Bye Noodle (laughs) Noel. By the way, guys, I want you to know it's Thursday. You are meant to live a life of love, joy, and abundance. So work on your mindset, work on your mental health, work on eating well, fitness, and doing something that brings you joy this is really our birthright. And so with that, I just encourage you to keep walking forward with a brave heart and I will see you on my very next podcast recording and TikTok live.
1: Bye. (laughs) Maybe I'm saying bye. Here we go. Oh, okay. There we are. See you in the next podcast.